0: Joining me today to talk about, I don't know what we're getting into, <laughs> is <laughs> Ruth Shankle. We're
1: going to talk about everything, man. It's your boy, Ruth Shankle. we here at Bar for Bar
0: Podcast. Let's get it. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. So for the people out there who may not know who you are or what you're about, why don't we give a quick description? <laughs> for sure. Uh,
1: I'm Ruth Shankle.
0: I'm from West Oakland,
1: California. Uh, I rap. And yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Alright, so obviously you rap, you're associated with Grand National, you got you got a lot of music out. <laughs> what uh what influenced you in the early days? What what made you you? Hmm. So
1: I didn't get into music until like probably later in life, like in the high school. Okay. And because around me growing up the only shit that was played was like club or like gangster shit. And I'm like a little kid. So I wasn't in the clubs and I, I wasn't in the streets. And then like my parents would listen to uh, like Motown shit and gospel. And, you know, whatever your parents listen to is not cool at all. So I yeah. wasn't into that. <laughs> uh, but I, I discovered uh, I always had like a guitar around me, like my my whole life or whatever, even like before I knew what that shit sounded like. And so I ended up really getting into uh, like bands and shit, like, like Radiohead and like Fall Out Boy even, like The Strokes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I formed like this little group called L.I.E. I got like loyalty time on me when oh, I was yeah. 18. L.I.E stands for Loyalty is Everything. And I would basically um, like write the hooks and, and sing the choruses initially while my bandmate would rap the verses or whatever and we'd like pull up to like hip hop shows and shit just like do shit acoustic style and stuff
0: and throw everyone uh, off (laughs) absolutely no
1: we were completely out of place and we were trash as fuck but i would like rap for my friends like just kind of for fun like in between doing shit Mm -hmm. and they were like hey man you're pretty good so i think the biggest difference for me and why i stand out is because my whole approach is on some songwriter shit. Like even if it's just an eight bar like bridge or something, I'm always trying to kind of make a whole, tell a whole story, whether rather it be like rapping or singing
0: or just fucking making noises or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. So I mean, what, what made you really want to get into it though? Was it just mm. because the instruments were around and you just felt like <laughs> playing around with it? or like? Uh, get into
1: music or pursue music? Pursue like, music. Okay. I guess. Um, a big, big, big inspiration for me at the time, like I said, it was high school. So this yeah. is like 2010, 11 for me. Uh, Odd Future, honestly, their okay. whole thing, like Tyler created, their whole <laughs> thing was do it yourself, and their aesthetic was very uh, like approachable, I guess, for like a better term? Like they right. made, they really made it feel like if you had ideas and you believe in this shit and you work hard. It could come from something for and sure. that combined with just I've always been big on collaboration I always had like a group of creators around me who were like on the same wave mm-hmm. and with those two things the rest is history <laughs> I just got the fuck up out of here <laughs> <Hell yeah.
0: laughs> no I, I feel it cuz I future like they start coming up in high school for me too so it's like you see basically people your age mm-hmm. doing stuff and having fun with it Mm -hmm. why not (laughs) absolutely man now aside from well aside from l.i.e you also have the shankles (laughs) i
1: certainly do yeah man i'm the man of a million groups bro i'm not gonna (laughs) lie bro the shankles is a family those are the dudes who I, i started making music with um and then uh after doing like you know like we would do fucking chicken shack shows we do like uh we really did a lot of art galleries at first because nobody would fucking book us nobody mm. knows who the fuck we were um but then the kind of like the kind of mid mid point or when shit kind of started to change was i was a part of this group called down to earth it was myself uh azure who was who is i am Sue's dj and hbk gang mm-hmm. and uh clyde shankle um and so from there uh I just, do working closer with Clyde Schenkel, I, uh, I used to go by David Michael, but then he made me, he turned me into Ruth Schenkel. And then from then, it's just been uphill.
0: I mean, it's just been all uphill from there. <laughs> so, and speaking of Schenkel, where did that come from? Was it was it just from Clyde, or was it something that everyone kind of put together?
1: Uh, it's definitely something that Clyde Schenkel for sure, like, brought it to the to the forefront. And uh, it's just a family of, of dudes who uh make dope shit and work together and yeah i don't really know how else to explain <laughs> it bro it's just a movement no. <laughs> don't you hate that fucking word yeah <laughs> it's a movement <laughs>
0: it's just you know you know what it is it's just a vibe it's just... You, know <laughs> <laughs> you gotta throw in the hand rubbed to... <laughs> you got to you got to how they know otherwise you feel me now Aside from the shankles, you are also doing stuff with Grand National. Mm-hmm. Like, how'd you get involved with that?
1: Um, that I was actually invited by DJ Basta, who produced uh, okay. the Root Project that we put out a little while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny because around that time, I uh, was going through a lot of shit. I was going through a breakup. Mm-hmm. I was fucking. I had like this pain condition. I, I had herniated my my disc, okay. uh, but it was like due to stress or whatever. So um. I'm like. I'm like going outside like this, like thinking Uh. I'm never going to walk again. And I was still recording music and stuff, but it was all like aimless. Like I didn't it didn't it wasn't going towards anything or I wasn't like necessarily challenging myself or anyone. It was just kind of doing stuff. But me and Basta became really, really close over that time. He was doing this thing at Slapwagon where on Thursdays they would be inviting, you know, just artists to pull up. (laughs) Um, and one of the first sessions that I ever went to was when we ended up recording Wings and Things. And yeah, big shout out to Grand
0: National. Those oh, dudes yeah. are dope. Show. now, speaking of Boston, we can get right into Rue and, and the Deluxe Edition. Heck yeah. Uh, well, first off, when you did the Deluxe, it came out the same day, right? It certainly did. Was that more of just, because you had the extra music ready? Or was it kind of like a nod to how they used to do deluxe editions and actually have it the same day? (laughs) It's a little bit of
1: both. I had a whole bunch of music and I was thinking, Honestly, it really came down to because I couldn't decide which cover it was. And so I'm just calling one of my my homies like, hey, what do you think? Should I do this one or do this one? A big thing that me and this particular homie always see eye to eye on is just fucking do both. Why not? You don't have to choose. Um,
0: You don't have to go hard or soft-shell tacos. (laughs) You got both. Exactly.
1: Hey, that's actually genius. Taco Bell needs to get on that, bro. Um... But uh, yeah, it was just, why not? I got all these songs, and I felt like streaming and shit kind of changed what people think should and should not be, or just like how people receive music and shit, but at the end of the day, the art is in the hands of the creative, so I just decided to put them both out there.
0: And there's never any rules to it, especially now. (laughs) streaming is totally different. How do you feel like streaming's affected you're listening and just how you feel um like other artists are getting affected by it
1: man so like i said i kind of started in like 2010 2011 and that's kind of when like that was when i first introduced was introduced to spotify and that shit was free um (laughs) and you know napster had just ended in shit and I think that everyone got blindsided, myself included, especially as a, as a uh, creator, because kind of around that time, SoundCloud was kind of starting. And I come from the school of like, you know, you put out a video a month before the album drops mm-hmm. and then, you know, you'll do interviews or like press release and all that shit. And you don't necessarily need that anymore. Like now, you just open up your phone and 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 you're, you're you'll either discover your new favorite artist or your favorite artist probably put some shit out like mm-hmm. it's just super uh, direct to consumer and I honestly wish I had in the in those days like just went crazier on soundcloud just like kind of like of stuff yeah because <laughs> it's like why not that's kind of the whole that's kind of where we are now and yeah uh, it definitely was a lot as a as an artist to, to catch up, I guess. It took a minute.
0: For sure. It's like, because everyone else is putting everything out, mm-hmm. it's like, when you when you look back, you're like, damn, I guess. Right? <laughs> Let's just see what hits, what connects yeah, with people. Yeah,
1: exactly. Because you never know, bro. You never know. That's another thing, bro. Like, overthinking gets in the fucking way. of mm-hmm. Creativity. I don't know what people are going to like. I don't know what they're going to like. They, yeah. they all come from the same place so you just gotta just gotta try some shit out mm-hmm.
0: and that's the thing too especially now with like tiktok and stuff you have people pulling up songs that are hell old that mm-hmm. just all of a sudden they're charting again hey <laughs> mm-hmm. Bay, for, like, for, for, like, for what what <laughs> the like that was what 15 years ago <laughs> man. How, how's it backing <laughs> out
1: man and it's brand new to some people bro
0: oh yeah most definitely what the a squirrel? That squirrel? Oh wow! No, yeah, that's that, a rat. I did have, no. It's just outside. Yeah,
1: and the oh, he's fucked up too. Master squirrel. Uh, anyway. it's <laughs> my new collaborator right there. <laughs> it's the producer of the new project. Yeah, just pan over real quick. <laughs> Root love the animals, bro. I, like, you know how Michael Jackson, like, he used to, like... No, no, don't get that close <laughs> to me. <laughs> yeah, bro, the icons need animals now. Was his balls, or did he have, like, a hernia? It's no, a little I ball. don't know. He had a hernia on his balls. <laughs> a <birdie>. hernia. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> as we were saying, there's no rules to anything. You can just do whatever you need to do. And it's like, like you're saying, with our Future and everything, like, they were just having fun with it putting stuff out and that's that's kind of what I got from from Rue and Deluxe like you're just having fun with it Thank you. like man. you get like the way I took it is like you're giving people just a little bit of you <laughs> with every track mm-hmm. and I don't know if that was the goal or if if you're trying to do something else but that's what came across to me at least
1: awesome No, <laughs> that was for sure the, the the motive and that's why I just did like a self title
0: kind of thing like mm-hmm. it's just me yeah now, one thing that always sticks out to me with this album is the Britney track. Hey, that's what's up. And the only like the biggest reason for that is because I'm I'm I really like uh, JPEG Mafia. Okay. And he does a lot of like pop covers too. Okay, tight. <laughs> so I was like, damn, like. There's other people that do that too. (laughs) Heck yeah.
1: Shout out to JPEG Mafia. I feel like we're cut from a similar cloth. Oh, for sure. (laughs) Um, No, I'm really glad that that song stuck out to you. That was one of my favorite. That is one of my favorite songs that I ever did. And that's kind of one of those weird, like, one-off examples. Like, you ask what makes me me? Like, I don't think anybody else is going to do, like, a weird, like, pitched-up kind of, like... uh, I don't even know how to describe it, bro. But I guess pop is for sure what it is, yeah. and it's definitely like it's. Uh, Britney is of course a play on Britney Spears. I feel like I channeled, <laughs> I channeled Britney <laughs> uh, during that recording, and I I, I really fuck with that. So I'm glad that you like it as well. Yeah, man. Sure. No, no. It could just it was unique. <laughs> yeah. I'm and I'm glad that you appreciate it from like uh like a hip hop perspective, a hip hop standpoint. Like I feel like that's. Hip hop was meant to be like challenging and shit, and to give stuff like that on a on a on a project, and even in the conversation of like something like Grand National, it's like hella like. That's like the most hip hop shit I feel like you could do. Like no, bro I'm gonna sing in auto tune and fucking right,
0: fucking just see what happens. Yeah, <laughs> heck yeah. Now going into the rest of the album, what are what are some of your favorite tracks?
1: Um, I like all of them for different reasons. Mm -hmm. A big one for me other than uh, Britney is probably I have so much music, so it's like hard to to think Uh, Rainbow Six. Mm -hmm. I really like um, just because it's uh, it was like the first song, like sampled, like slow down Mm -hmm. and like I feel like I'm really giving them bars and shit. It's like dark
0: and spooky. Every time I think of or every time I see that title I immediately think of the Rainbow Six games. Exactly. Yeah, that's what it's supposed to be. <laughs>
1: Violence. All that good shit. Yeah. <laughs> Guns and stuff. Hell yeah. What about what about you? Any other standouts oh, I could maybe speak on? True, I mean bit? for
0: me, starting off with radio, okay. It was just a really solid intro. Heck Because, yeah. like the for me it's the baseline. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just it's different from everything else on the album too. Mm-hmm. It's a great way to draw people in, Heck yeah. and I, for me, like I usually send a bunch of music to one of my friends, and he's like, and every time I, every time you have someone from the Bay, they just know what they're doing with an intro. Heck yeah, that's good. <laughs> like, Let's keep yeah. that trend going. Most definitely.
1: That was uh, like the, um, that was like one of the first songs that we ever did. That song is probably from like 2018 or 17 or something. Uh, okay. Uh, one of the first times me and Basta actually sat down and did some, it went through a bunch of changes, uh, lyrically and um, like production-wise. But I think we got it right, and Monty Draper
0: fucking killed it, of course. Yeah, I mean, without a doubt, that's gonna happen. Absolutely. <laughs> oh man, the rest of the album. You had clouds and excited really flow well together, awesome. and it's like I like excited, and having Ian Kelly is always going to do well. <laughs> it certainly is. Like, I know you were working with Boston for this whole thing. Was it just kind of both of y'all in the studio the entire time together for all of it, for all of it, and then you had the features come in also? Or was it just kind of split up and all that?
1: Um, A lot of times it was me, Boston and SK for sure. For sure. And uh, Brian C. Simmons was mm-hmm. there for a good portion of it as well. And Lucky Shankle is all over that motherfucker. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I really like I'm really big, like when I'm in a project, I really like to dial in with the producer and the collaborators. Like, it's very important for, for me that we like have like a conversation or like hang out or, or or connect on a on a level outside of music. And then hopefully that trans that that chemistry kind of translate. Uh, on the record as well.
0: Oh, that makes sense because, you know, a lot of times you have collaborative projects where you can kind of tell where it's just the producer was sending beats over mm-hmm. versus like they're in the studio together. Mm-hmm. And I mean, even still, you're so you're going to get a more solid project because it's just two people working on it. Mm-hmm. But when you're actually in the same room, for sure, it's, it's different.
1: It's a <laughs> big difference. And if you're like friends or like you fuck with each other or you know just like how it's just if you if you if you work well together chemistry is no other way to put it. Really. Yeah.
0: Of course. Um <laughs> uh, some of the other the other singles that came out off the album was um yeah, Gyrate with Jane yes Hancock. Yes sir.
1: <laughs> hey, that that that's, that's I'm very very proud of that record. Uh Jane Hancock is fucking amazing, super talented. I, I wish to one day be a fraction as as, as 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 gifted as she is and uh that would that's 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 like my that energy is yeah. like how because i'm really big on performances like i love jumping around and yelling mm-hmm. at people and that fucking song is like perfect for that and i like that um you know it's got that uh it just it's, it's new and it's and it's old at the same time like mm-hmm. i like mixing shit up something that you're familiar with something <laughs> yeah. you've never heard at the same time right
0: and uh, you know, you just mentioned how you like to kind of jump around and be wild. You see that when you perform too. <laughs> oh yeah. No,
1: performing is my shit. Like, if the sh- if the sound is right and I can, I'm going to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like a fan first, so I I feel like if I'm having fun, hopefully the audience is having fun with me. So I'm right. Up there. You definitely
0: like to bring that energy. For sure. I mean, when we when you're at the the Academy of Sciences a few months back, like. You, you could tell mm-hmm. <laughs> you were having fun.
1: Yeah, bro. I gotta be like contained and use my inside voice. Any other time, I feel like <laughs> a kid, a little kid, when I'm up there, and it's like it's the ultimate freedom. I hella fuck with performing.
0: Yeah, and speaking of performing, I don't know if you've performed recently or anytime since, or do you have anything planned?
1: Yeah, so in August, I'm doing a show with the guys. Man, uh, it's kind of like a Academy of Science kind of thing. Uh, black Achilles. Uh, Champ Green, uh, D. Bledsoe, and many, many, many more of my guys. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I want to, I want to figure out how to make the show just bigger and better, and just do a better experience. I, I know that I'm not just a guy that can do one thing, like. I really want to get out of my comfort zone when I'm on stage. So expect like more like instruments, maybe Mm -hmm. some smoke machines or something (laughs) like I want to I want to do something different each time.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, That that, that'll be dope. uh, Do you have any idea of where it's going to be at yet?
1: Um, So I'm literally the worst guy at logistics and stuff. (laughs) And a big part of that is being in collaborations Mm -hmm. (laughs) so long and other people usually deal with that kind of thing but um, I'll keep you posted <laughs> <So>. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that for sure yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man you had a few other singles that came out with the album right mm-hmm. um, well yeah Gyre yeah violent mm-hmm. <laughs> how'd that one come about because obviously it's stylized yeah <laughs> it's like how what was the stylistic choice by having the N in parentheses and all that yeah I'm so I'm super
1: big on like making up words or just like 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 words and letters and spelling and shit that song I don't know that's a real weird one that one's like super cinematic <laughs> yeah it's kind of dark I think that the video like helps bring it all together mm mm-hmm. um, I don't really know how to describe that one, but like <laughs> I, I just get in the studio and I, it's it's almost like playing characters, and that mm-hmm. was like how we approached it in the in the video, like me, it's like Russian roulette with myself, kind of. Uh uh-huh. That's kind of how I was
0: feeling at the time. Nice. Uh, we got through a bunch of Rue and a little bit of Deluxe, but um, who was your? Who did you collab with on this project? Oh, outside of Boston, obviously that. You, you're really excited about like what's your what's your favorite featured verse I guess because you worked with a lot of people on it because <laughs> we had uh, we had money we had Kev uh, passwords on there Cham Green of course <laughs> man that's a really tough question because
1: everybody's so good yeah um, I will say that I am a big big fan of the artist money Draper mm-hmm. that's why he is on there twice. I'm a big fan of Lucky Shangle. That's why he's all over it's that everywhere. motherfucker. Yeah, and <laughs> Clyde Shangle is on uh, two songs mm-hmm. as well. So those those would probably be my top three. Don't make me narrow it oh, no. fucking down. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: you need to choose one right now. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. I I know how it is. <laughs> it's like every every track's like your baby, and then it's yeah. like trying to pick your favorite. What child. about
1: what about you though? Do you have a favorite
0: verse? Or? Oh man, I love Passwords verse on for real. <laughs> really? That see, I fuck with your
1: taste, bro, because you <laughs> I, you pick the things that I wouldn't expect you to be a fan of. Pass is fucking
0: incredible. Cause like that and like the vocal effect towards the end of his verse was just wild to me. Mm-hmm. That yeah. and obviously Moni's verse on on Radio is solid as hell too. Mm-hmm. But like, I think I think passwords is just unique enough. That's just it kind of throws you off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I was really important for me to get him on that one just because
1: I feel like you wouldn't expect to hear pass on that. Yeah, but.
0: you expect him to just be on some bow rap yeah, <laughs> lyrical but miracle stuff. No,
1: nah, bro, that boy makes that that man makes real records, Definitely. and he's not he's not to be played with. Yeah, for sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> man, now going forward is there any, what else do you have planned like do you have any more music well obviously you have music coming <laughs> you can't stay still too. i
1: can't bro <laughs> i have i have at least two more solo projects that are like 75 percent done or more mm-hmm. um one of them is produced entirely by b-sides okay um and it's super it's a lot more like rap Sure. Than anything, mm-hmm. but it's still like experimental, of course. But it's more traditional than okay. than the other project, which is again with Basta and and B Simmons and S K. And I'm, it's a lot more live. It's a lot more guitars. I'm trying to figure out how the fuck I'm gonna perform this shit. I'm gonna pull this shit off. But it's a a big thing for me. is like challenging, uh, just the status quo mm-hmm. and uh yeah i'm really i'm really trying something new on this next one so that's why that's why i'm giving like the more traditional like uh you know it's like thanksgiving dinner like there's nothing that you could not like but then right. the other stuff is like some rock fusion hip-hop oh for sure just just, just trying new things out absolutely see what man. see what's
0: what you like yeah, and what's fun with it <laughs> i'm really excited for them both uh, that's that's dope so we we can we can expect some new music on the horizon for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely,
1: and uh, I'm I'm also uh, working with another group called MacArthur Maze. Some familiar faces that you will know. I don't want to like say too much, mm-hmm. but it's it's kind of under wraps right now a little yeah, bit. Yeah, <laughs> but it's it's happening. I I, I I I will say this. I know that it started off with D. Bledsoe and DJ D Sharp just labbing and then mm-hmm. they open the space up to the, the crew. And we they we have at least two projects done too, and we'll be dropping soon. It'll make a whole lot more sense. Uh,
0: uh, no. no, that's that's exciting too. Cause I know like D Sharp's work with, I mean his his work with uh, Monty and uh, Deuce. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like if it's if that's anything to go off of, I'm sure it's gonna be solid. <laughs> oh, it certainly certainly is, man. And everything I've heard, like with working with D Sharp, like his, the way he approaches things mm-hmm. is a lot, It's a little more unique. Absolutely, man. because like he's he's the type of person he's like he'll he'll mix everything and then take it to the truck, mm-hmm. <laughs> and make sure it sounds good there. For <laughs> sure, bro. Straight to the Tesla speakers. Yeah. So you can't just you can't just rely on the headphones. You can't rely on the monitors. You got to hear how it sounds outside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's exciting. Yeah, uh, man.
1: No, I, he's he's. He's just got hella energy, as a DJ and as a producer. Like right. he just he has a vibe. I told him one time, like, bro, you remind me of like a New York nigga. I don't know why. <laughs> Maybe it's just because you're so expressive. But no,
0: nah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Sharp. And sure. he's always got the energy, especially at the Warriors games. <laughs> Specifically at those,
1: you gotta have it there. Yeah,
0: if you if you don't, like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you can't have the the DJ for the Warriors just be chilling in the back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's got to have his dance offs every yeah, so often. <laughs> absolutely,
1: bro. The moves.
0: And so we got some new music on the horizon, with two solo projects, mm-hmm. a collab project. We got a show coming. Mm-hmm. Man, you're you're a busy person <laughs> to say the least. I'm trying to be, man. I'm trying to be.
1: Thankfully it gets it gets it gets a lot easier when you have just a network of people on the same shit and that you respect and you're fans of. And I feel like like when I first started, I was like a little kid, didn't know shit about anything. And, and my circle was the same thing. So mm-hmm. there wasn't a whole lot to pick up. But between like working with Basta and, and, and SK and Brian and, and Kate Lamont, all of these people, like they're just like... And even these, everyone, like yeah. they're just so they're just so respectable and like they know what they're doing that there's a lot to pick up and learn it's like a shield a steel sharpened steel type of situation
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, that makes a lot of sense for sure (laughs) and i'm sure just being around all these talented people is just inspirational on its own (laughs) absolutely man i'm very blessed that's dope man is there anything else that you want to want to let the listeners know let the viewers know before we get up out of here (laughs) Hey,
1: Rue Shanko, man. I'm coming for your spot. You. Yeah. We got a lot of music coming. I got my people with me. And uh, I'm just taking it day by day, man. Expect some new stuff. Some shit you didn't expect. Bar for Bar podcast
0: will keep you updated on all the good shit. Most definitely. So make sure you listen to Rue and the Deluxe Edition, both on streaming and everywhere. And you know, we'll let you know when new music's coming out. (laughs) <laughs> we got to. <laughs> uh, my guy. Uh, thank you. This is dope. <laughs> no, I appreciate you, man. Oh, sure.
1: Sorry for being so late. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> <laughs>